Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this uh, wonderful Monday afternoon. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we definitely thank and praise God for uh, each and every one of you, uh, each and every one of our viewers and subscribers for joining us on the broadcast today. And so we're excited, amen, about uh, uh, the move of God. Uh, we had a great service on yesterday. Elder Lael Thompson was uh, our speaker for Sunday, and he did a marvelous job in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we had some converts that uh, came forward. And so, excuse me, we're so grateful and thankful to the Lord for uh, the Lord delivering those souls on yesterday. And uh, we thank God for the word of God. And so we're very, very excited. Uh, our brother Stephan uh, Swanigan received the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, he's already been baptized in Jesus name. And so uh, we definitely thank and praise God for uh, the Lord filling him with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And we're just excited about what God is doing uh, because God is doing great things. Uh, we do want to provide a moment for you to join us on the broadcast today. So if you desire to join us, please do so at this time. Uh, you can join us on the Zoom uh, via Zoom. Uh, the link has been provided on the broadcast. And so please join us. Uh, first thing we want to do is give honor to God who's head of our life, to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, senior of the Pentecostal Power Church, and our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and also to my own lovely wife, uh, Missionary Janice Newson. Praise God. And we thank and praise God uh, for her and what God is doing for uh, our family and for us. And we're grateful to the Lord. Uh, we're definitely praying uh, for our father and our family. Uh, praying that God will give us strength. He had uh, came out to uh, service on yesterday. And so he's doing somewhat uh, better. And so we thank the Lord uh, for that. Uh, but we are asking and soliciting the prayers of the saints because he does have uh, a minor uh, procedure or surgery to be done on this week, Friday. So we are asking uh, the saints to pray with us uh, on that endeavor that the Lord may carry him through and guide the hands of the doctors and that he come out uh, okay, come out uh, healed and delivered. And so we ask the saints to pray with us on that. Uh, we also uh, just want to thank and praise God for uh, the requests uh, of others that said pray for us. We want to honor those prayer requests. Uh, there was a young man. Um, unfortunately, he overdosed. Uh, um, and that's what I'm hearing. And so we want to pray for that family. Let us pray uh, that the Lord will touch the family and comfort them. And so I'm not sure when they're having his funeral this week, but he's a, uh, a friend of ours that uh, grew up in our uh, neighborhood or one of our older neighborhoods uh, as we grew up uh, uh, here in, in uh, part of Milwaukee. So we want to pray for that family uh, that the Lord will comfort them. And so uh, that's what we ask the saints to do. We also want to pray for our sick, uh, pray for our leadership, uh, we definitely want to give honor to our presiding bishop and our assisting presiding bishop, Bishop, Dr. Charles Bennett and uh, assisting uh, presiding bishop, Charles Webb and their wives. OK, 
And so let us continue to pray for the National Pentecostal Power Churches Incorporated. Uh, did want to share. Um, I'm not sure uh, if any are participated in the fundraiser, but I believe uh, the Lebanon Church is having a, a fundraiser. And so please go on their social media site or contact Sister Lakeitra Bennett or uh, Elder Garrett if you desire to participate in that fundraiser. Okay. And so let us pray. One thing we want to do, we want to go before the Lord in prayer, and then we're going to get into our Bible class. Uh, we want to give everybody the opportunity to get on. So uh, let us go before the Lord in prayer. And uh, then we'll get on uh, in the Bible class. All right. So that's what we want to do uh, as we get ready to go before the Lord. All right. Let us pray at this time. Uh, precious Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, O Lord, we come before thee and before thy presence, O God. We thank you again for your blessing today. Thank you, O God, for the use and activity of our limbs. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Lord God, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for the precious souls, O God, that went down, O God, O God, and was filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for you saving, oh, God, yet in these last days, we thank you, Lord. And we know, God, that it could be, oh, God, anytime, anywhere, oh, God. And we know that you're able to meet our needs according to your riches. We thank you for them, oh, God. Thank you for my wife and family. Thank you, oh, God, for our father. Continue to touch him, Lord God, as well as the saints, oh, God, and well as our pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Murchison, God, continue to touch and strengthen and encourage right now and let your anointing, God, continue, Lord God, to direct them that they may feed your sheep. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you the glory, honor, and the praise. And we thank you right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we give your name the praise. These are another blessing we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Oh, God, thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. So we're grateful to the Lord for that prayer, and we're believing God for souls. We're believing God for shackles and uh, burdens and yokes to be destroyed, and uh, we believe in God uh, for uh, increase uh, for our particular assemblies and individual lives. And so we're asking God to increase us, renew us, and most of all, revive us and uh Give us, amen, the thing that we need, amen, to win, amen, souls in these last and evil days. And so we're going to get into the word of the Lord. Uh, we're going to uh, finish up because we um, we did miss uh, airing on uh, Wednesday of last week just due to some other uh, unforeseen and unknown circumstance. So we do uh, want to let you know we want to finish this series up. We never start a series and not finish it. And so we want to finish this series, uh, part three slash part four. Okay. So it's going to be part three slash part four. We're going to finish this series on, uh, what did God say? And it makes the difference. All right. And we just want to, uh, elaborate on that particular, uh, subject matter today. And so we have some scriptures for you. Uh, we want to um, grab those scriptures and uh, those of you that are with us today, um, we want you to join in with us uh, as we get those scriptures. All right. So that's what we want you to do. Please join us. 
as we grab those scriptures. All right. So stay with us. We're going to go to uh, a very familiar passage of scripture. So let us go to uh, Matthew chapter three. All right. Our topic is what did God say? And we're going to go to Mark chapter 11 and go to Matthew uh, chapter three. Uh, verse number 13. So let us go to Matthew uh, 3 and 13. Let me get that real quick for you. Please stay with us. We're going to read it for you. Um, I have it marked here, but I want to go to the, a certain particular uh, passage here. And uh, uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse number 13. And it says here, then cometh Jesus from Galilee to the Jordan, uh, to Jordan unto John, to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. Verse number 16. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water and lo, the heavens opened unto him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased. I want to say to the people of God today, what did God say? If God says that he is pleased with you as a believer, and if God has set his seal and set his approval upon your life, and if God is calling you to be saved, you need to heed to what God says. Hmm? And we know God uses people and, uh, circumstances and situations to speak to us and God speak to us in many aspects. Even the lesson Sunday school lesson dealt with it on this past Sunday about how God, you know, dealt with Mary and how he sent the angel unto her and spoke to her and let her know that she was going to be with child. Huh? And she was going to bring forth a son and thou shall call his name Jesus. So she, you know, the angel gave her explicit instructions on what God was saying. And we have the word of God that's spoken, written, oh, and the living word that's being uh, 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 delivered to us uh, by those that God has sent. And so I want to say to the people of God, we cannot do like, uh, I don't know, this modern uh and I, I don't like using this word, this word new age, because we're in the same age, but they call it the new age church. And I'm not talking about nobody church. I'm just telling you uh, the times we're living in. We living in a time where people will not endure sound doctrine. So we're in this new age church. Uh, not we are, but I'm saying Christendom has entered into this new age phase of uh, certain scriptures we won't omit out the Bible. Praise God when it comes to holiness. But the Bible said all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it's profitable. 
you know, for doctrine, for correction, for reproof and instruction and righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And so it's very, very important that we hear what God says through the apostles in the scripture of the letters that he's given to them to give to the church. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, I just want to let you know, these holy men of God, huh? There's, there's no uh, private interpretation of the scripture. These holy men of God, they spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Excuse me. I want to let you know that if you're not moving by the Holy Ghost, praise God, and if you're not moving by the, the scripture, the, the, the Holy Writ, if you're not operating under the influence of the Holy Spirit, praise God, hmm? or the letters of the word that was given by given to the apostles by Jesus himself. Huh? Because you, you can go to Luke 24 and you will see that he, you know, he, oh Lord have mercy. He opened up their understanding, the Bible said, that they may understand the scripture. And the Bible said, thus it is written, thus it behoove Christ to suffer and be raised the third day. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name, beginning at Jerusalem. All right. And so, he sent them down there and they went down there with great joy. He blessed them, lifted up his hands and blessed them and sent them down to Jerusalem to wait in the upper room till they be endued with power from on high that they may be filled with the precious gift that he may send the promise to them. All right. So now we received the promise. Okay. But God had said some things to them and they had to walk in what God said. God told them, Oh Lord, he was going to send them as sheep in the midst of wolves. Praise God. Oh, glory be to God. He said it in John 17. I won't let you know. Praise God. Hmm? And it's praying John 17, not that we would be, they would be taken out of the world. Oh Lord, but God will keep them huh? through his word. Huh? Oh, glory be to God. And God has suspended his word to the Holy, to the Holy apostles that they may amen, give it to the church. Huh? And I want to let you know that God told us and he said to us, and he even said amen to the enemy himself. Hmm? He said to the devil himself, that man shall not live by bread alone. That's what God said. And I want to let you know today, we should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, according to Matthew four. But now let's look at, uh, let's look at it again. I want, I want to look, go back and look at something here. He says, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased. Hmm? I want to let you know here. Uh, the Bible gives us explicit instructions of the doctrine of Christ. Hmm? He says, this is what God says in Luke 19 and 10. He says, for the son of man has come, but for to seek and to save that which is lost. So in Luke 19 and 10, he says, for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. So if that was given, and since that was given, I just want to uh, uh, go back and, and read it for you because there, there's a point I want to get out of this. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. 
Now, I want to say this. Zacchaeus, he was uh, considered a, a son of Abraham. I'll use that for, for a point. Zacchaeus was a son of Abraham. And Jesus had said something to him. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Lord said to Zacchaeus, behold, uh, Lord, he said, half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I've taken anything from any man by false accusation, I will restore him fourfold. Now, God comes to deliver Zacchaeus. And when God, when God comes to give us deliverance, we have to walk in what God has said. We can't walk in our old, oh Lord, we can't walk in our old element. Because 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, if any man be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Therefore, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's very, very vital and important as believers that we walk in the newness of life. It's very important that we do that when we become born again and become spirit filled with the Holy ghost. Hmm? Zacchaeus was willing and ready to make all wrongs. Right. Hmm? When you get saved, you don't step on people. <laughs> oh, oh Lord of mercy. When you getting filled with the Holy ghost or you get filled with the Holy ghost, I'll put it this way. When you are filled, with the Holy Spirit, you're not trying to uh, mistreat or, or or mislead anybody, praise God. Hmm? But you want to embrace huh, the blessings huh, of the Lord. Jesus says to him, and he responds to Zacchaeus after he makes this response. Zacchaeus confesses and says, you know, oh, Lord, have mercy. If I wronged or took anything from somebody, I'm going to restore it to them fourfold. And then this is what God says. Zacchaeus had enough understanding that I'm going to go with what God says. He says, and he said, uh, Jesus said unto him, this day salvation has come to thy house. For as much as he is also a son of Abraham, for the son of man has come to seek and save that which is lost. Even though Zacchaeus was a son of Abraham, he was lost. I want to mess with your theology today. You going to somebody church, you in somebody ministry. I don't, oh, Lord have mercy. You doing church, but you ain't doing Jesus. Look at this. You still can be lost sitting up in the church. So how can I be lost and I'm in the church? Because if you're not walking, oh, Lord, hallelujah. The Bible says if this gospel be hidden in Corinthians 4 and 3. If this gospel be here, is here to them that are lost. And if you are not walking in this gospel, you are lost, my friend. And I want to get you back on track here. Hmm? Zacchaeus was lost even though he was a son of Abraham. And uh, he was shot. Hmm? And sometimes we don't want to acknowledge I'm going to say this. Zacchaeus was in a situation where he had to acknowledge his shortcoming. Sometimes we don't want to acknowledge, praise God. Hmm? 
Sometimes we refuse to acknowledge we got shortcomings. Hmm? And just because, oh Lord, hallelujah. Just because we are saved don't mean we can't come short. And this is why repentance is in order because it's what God says. God said, repent or you all shall likewise perish. We need to go with what God said. Hmm? Look at this now. The tax collector uh, realized he was the son of Abraham. Huh? And uh, they didn't want to admit it. They didn't want to admit that they fell short. And we can fall in that same uh, boat as well. Hmm? But you're not saved by good heritage. Huh? You're not condemned by bad heritage either. Look at it. So having, you know, having good heritage or bad heritage has nothing to do with the principles of righteousness. Hmm? What family you was born in has nothing to do huh, with what God requires for us. Praise God. No matter who you are, oh, Lord, and no matter how, oh, Lord, how prestigious your name may be, when we come before holy God, we need to repent. Hmm? Look at this. I want to say this. Faith is important. Hmm? More than your name. Hmm? Some people more worried about uh, who they married to, what their last name is, hmm? where they came from. That has nothing to do with salvation. Genealogy has nothing to do with salvation. Praise God. Jesus came through the lineage. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But your genealogy has nothing to do with salvation. Because the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This is, oh, Lord, this is the word of God, that whosoever believeth. So if you believe it don't matter about genealogy, doesn't matter if you Jew, Greek, uh, bond or free, praise God, you can be delivered. Look at this now. Genealogy has nothing to do with it. And Jesus came to bring the lost back into his kingdom. This is why he talks to the, uh, oh Lord, he talks to this audience that has this Abrahamic covenant, praise God. Oh, they, they said we be Abraham's seed. A lot of the Pharisees and scribes said that we be Abraham's seed. Oh, glory be to God. And they rejected Christ. Hmm? But look at this. He came to bring the lost into his kingdom. Look at this. No matter what their background was or their previous life or way of life, through faith, they were forgiven. And a new way was made. Lord, have mercy. I want to let you know. You can be forgiven today and a new way can be made simply because what God has said. Huh? And he says in the book of Acts in chapter two and verse number 36, he says, therefore, let the house of Israel know it assuredly. Huh? He said, therefore, let the, let all the house of Israel know it assuredly that that same Jesus whom you have crucified God had made him both Lord and Christ. And the Bible said when they heard this, praise God, they were pricked in their heart. And they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Glory. 
and Peter stood up and the rest of the apostles and he told them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. It's what God says. God says the name. Hmm? Salvation can be given through the name, through the saving name. Repent and be baptized every one of you. This is what the apostles preach on the day of Pentecost. I want to let you know. And that message, it should never be lost in the dispensation that we're in now. It should never be lost, huh? Based on, uh, oh, Lord, superiority and, oh, Lord, I don't know, milkshake messages. Praise God. Hmm? You need to be saved. And you cannot be saved unless you repent of your sins and be baptized in water in Jesus' name. That's what God said. And you know what? Even John, praise God, preached repentance. Hmm? And look at this. Jesus says, repent or you all shall likewise perish. Hmm? It makes a difference. What God has said doesn't matter what I say, what my opinion is. huh? And a lot of people... Oh, Lord, they don't like what, you know, they don't like different things that God has said about situations. But God has said what he said, and he meant what he said. Hmm? And I want to let you know, either you're going to repent, huh? or you're not going to repent. Let me show you what happened at John's baptism. Huh? And uh, let's go to Matthew 3 and 7. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation vipers of vipers, who had warned you to flee to the, for the wrath to come, from the wrath to come. He says, bring forth, John tells them, bring forth fruit, meat for repentance. Huh? And he said, and think not to say within yourself, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you, God is able to, uh, able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And he says, now also the ax is laid at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Hmm? He says in 11, I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he that cometh after me is mighty and I whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. And he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And with fire. There are some souls yesterday got baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hmm? And I want to let you know you must also not only repent and be baptized with water, but you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I want to let you know. Hmm? I want to let you know. What God says makes the difference. What did God say? Hmm? You got to ask yourself that. What did God say? When people go to telling you, oh, well, you don't need to get baptized in Jesus' name, you might have been baptized in a Trinitarian doctrine, a Trinitarian teaching, where they talks about three gods and three names, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. These are not names. They're titles. Hmm? They're titles. But there's only one Lord, there's only one faith, and there's only one baptism. I'm here to let you know. Oh, glory be to God. I got to let you know. I just want to encourage you today and let you know that it's only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And the Father 
who is of oh Lord, who is of all and above all and through all that's filled with the Holy Ghost. Hmm? I want to let you know. It's what God has said. Hmm? There's many things that God has said. There's so many scriptures, but I'm just dealing with the fundamental foundation points of what did God say? Because we sometimes we worry about what everybody else says. Hmm? Well, I'm not going to get baptized in Jesus name because my mama was baptized in the titles. But you mean to tell me my, my mom and daddy used to tell us just cause you see somebody else jump off a bridge. You going to jump off of one. I have to bring it in that light because we can't follow tradition and have salvation. Praise God. We got to follow the letter of the scripture. I know I'm messing up. I, I know I'm messing up, but I want to let you know, we got to follow the letter of scripture and we cannot afford this late in the evening to be following uh, doctrines of men and commandments of men. Hmm? It's too late in the evening. Hmm? We need to be following the letter of the scripture. Huh? And if you need to be baptized today, we admonish you to be baptized in Jesus name. Hmm? Just like salvation came to Zacchaeus' house, salvation has come to your door today. Hmm? And you know what? Oh, since salvation came to your door today, it's your decision what you choose to do. I want to let you know. It's very important. Now, I want to say to you today, uh, just wanna, I want to say this. Uh, as I get ready to close out, cause I got to go, but I, I just wanted to labor in this just a little bit more because I got about, uh, eight scriptures. I know I'm not going to get all eight scriptures, so we may have to visit this again. It may have to be a part five, but I want to go to our next, uh, set of scriptures. Okay. I think we went to Matthew, uh, three and 13 down to about 17, but now we're going to go to, uh, our next scripture, you know, let's go to our next scripture here. Let's go to Romans 13 uh, and eight. I want to go to Romans 13 and eight. So let's go there. And then we're going to go to John 14. All right. Romans 13 and eight. And then we're going to go to St. John chapter 14. I'm going to read the scripture for you real quick. It says here, Oh, no man. Oh, no man. Anything. This is what the scripture says. But to love one another for he that loveth Another had fulfilled the law. Hmm? For this, thou shall not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Now, this is for all of these people. You know, when I read the gospel of Matthew, 
This is for all these people that teach, you know, the New Testament uh, at that particular time before Jesus was resurrected. This was before the church. Absolutely. But all scripture, huh? Huh? Is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable. And so I want to let you know, even though it was before the church, it applies even today because if we're going to walk in the spirit of love, which is the spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Commandment, that's to love our neighbors ourselves. Didn't the law tell them to love their neighbor? And this is why they was convicted on the day of Pentecost because they had killed the only Savior, Jesus Christ. And they couldn't reverse what they had done other than through repentance. And I want to let you know today, baking somebody a cake, baking a pie, giving the pastor a, a bowl of peas, that ain't going to help. <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. Baking the first lady, uh, buying the first lady a suit, that ain't going to help the situation. You've been talking about, oh, <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. You've been talking about, oh, you've been running them down like, oh, Lord. I got to go, y'all. I feel my help coming on today, and uh, I know uh, I'm going to have to get another round with this. But here's the thing. You've been running your neighbor down. You've been running folk down, and you'd rather bake them a pie, take them out to eat, and do all this other stuff when you need to just simply call them and tell them, I repent. Pastor, I've been running my mouth, and I've been talking about you, and I shouldn't have been talking about you. I know. I know I'm messing up. I know we want that sweet water stuff, but this is the stuff going to help us make heaven is we need to repent in these last days. We have in church, we jumping and shouting, running. Oh Lord, we doing a lot of stuff, but we won't see nobody coming saying I didn't mess up. And we know, we know that you're messing up because, oh Lord. And we know, we know we messing up. And I'm going to tell you how we know we messing up. You can go right to your Facebook page and see how you done messed up because it's documented. But you know what? God also is documenting everything we're doing. So you can scrub your Facebook page all you want to. You can delete, you know, those you connected to all you want. God got the record. Let me get out of here. I got to go. I won't let you know. What did God say? Hmm? People said the Holy Ghost ain't for you. Oh, Lord, Acts 2 and 39 says, but promises unto you and your children and all that are far, even as many, Lord, our God shall call. That's what the word say. What did God say? Hmm? He left it on record through the apostles to let you know that salvation is for you to all that believe. Hmm? And guess what? It starts at Jerusalem, which means at home, Judea next door, Samaria down the way. In the uttermost parts of the world, that means worldwide. And so people say, oh, well, my child ain't old enough for the Holy Ghost. The Bible says to you and your children. So stop telling your child those uh, false truths. You know, and anything that's a false truth, I'm not scared on here now. I'm just being nice today. You know, anything that's a false truth is a lie. And so I want to let you know, stop telling your child the false truths. Praise God. And let them know the promises unto them. And if they can wear them short miniskirts and show they sell, they can get saved. Praise God. I won't let you know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh sugarcoat it. 
You know, if you can shake your rear end, you can get saved. Praise God. I just want to let you know. And uh, it's very, very important that we teach the apostles' doctrine. Praise God. The apostles' doctrine was simply the teaching that they received from Christ, from Jesus. Hmm? He taught the apostles. Huh? And the apostles gave it to the church on the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts. Now, look at this. Acts is our history, right? Now, let's take a look here. It says here, uh, I, I want to, I just want to read this here in John 14. Uh, look what Jesus says to Thomas. Hmm? People say, well, you know, I, you know, I don't believe nothing but the red writing. This is what Thomas says. Thomas says unto the Lord, Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Thomas asked, how can I know the way? Hmm? What did God say? Some of us, we're trying to figure out, how can I know the way? And Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. Hmm? We talking about Father, Son, Holy Ghost. How are you going to get to the Father without Jesus? If you dismissing Jesus, huh? he said, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father. Oh, let me get out of here. So this refutes this Trinitarian doctrine, praise God, that people hold hmm, as truth, and it's not truth. There's only one Lord and one faith, and there's only one baptism. There's no sprinkling. Oh, let me get out of here. Hmm? You must be baptized, the Hebrew, the Greek word baptizo, which simply means to plunge, to cover up. Hmm? So you need to be baptized. Ain't no sense in nobody, oh, Lord, playing with this. Because if you want salvation, it's got to be done Bible way. Hmm? Can't be done my way. Can't be done your way. It can't be done their way. But it has to be done God's way, the Bible way. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Now, look at this now. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man come in the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. And Philip, this is what Philip says now. Philip says, show us the Father, and it sufficed us. And look what God says. We, oh, we, we hear what everybody else is saying, but look what God says. Jesus says unto Philip, have I been so long time with you? And you yet not have known me? You yet not? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Have I been so long time with you, and yet has thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen the Father. Oh, Lord. How sayest thou then, show us the Father? He said, believe it. Thou not, I am in the Father, and the Father in me. And the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Look at this. Believe me, I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very works. Say, verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, that the works that I shall do, he do also, and greater works shall 
Greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name. Look what God says here. Take a special note to this. Holy Ghost seekers, Holy Ghost believers. Hmm? Baptized believers. Take a look at this verse here. Verse 13. St. John 14 and 13. And whosoever shall ask in my name. That I will do. Praise God that the father may be glorified in the son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And the only thing we have to do is believe. That's what God says. Hmm? And we need to have faith in God to believe that he will do it. Hmm? We have to have faith that God is going to do what he said he would do. If you go to St. John 14, 23, he said, Jesus, he says, Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words. That's what God said. Hmm? And my father will love him and will come unto him and will make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keep it not my sayings. This is what God said. Hmm? So this separates hmm, true followers from the false followers. We got to stay with the word. Look at this. And the word which he hears, not mine, but the father which sent me. He said, these things I've spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send in my name. There the name is again. Jesus, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I said unto you. I want to let you know. They baptized in Jesus' name in the book of Acts. Hmm? You go to Acts, you, you can go to any portion of Acts chapter 2, uh, Acts chapter 4. You go to Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19. Hmm? They baptize in the name of Jesus. So I want to let you know, it's what God says. It's not what I have to say. Because hmm? we can have our opinion about the scripture, but it doesn't change the scripture. The scripture is what it is. Hmm? And you know what? If the scripture says I need to be baptized in water, I got to be baptized in water. Hmm? And so I can I can try to twist it and finagle it however I want. The Bible says I need to uh, be uh, filled with the Holy Ghost. Then I need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hmm? If the Bible says I need to repent, I need to repent. Praise the Lord. And so these things are very, very important. I want to let you know it's very important, very vital to the believer what God says. I want to go to our next scripture, and I, I don't want to spend too much time. I'm, I'm just getting my main scriptures. Um, I want to, um, I want to go to, uh, I want to go to Exodus. Now, I want to go back to the Old Testament. The reason why I want to do that, because you know we we uh, sometimes we challenge what God has said, but God, what He has said uh, in the Old Testament. He's saying it in the New Testament. Huh? 
because love fulfills his commandments. And if we love God, like we say we do, his commandments did not change. Neither is commandments grievous. Hmm? But I want to take a look at something here and I want to show you something here. Uh, we're going to go to Exodus 20. And uh, 22, go to Exodus 20 and 22 with me. I want you to take a look at. And the Lord said unto Moses, the lesson is, what did God say? Hmm? Take a look. And the Lord said unto Moses, thou shall say unto the children of Israel, ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. <laughs> Glory. And he says, ye shall not make gods with me. I'm sorry. You shall not make with me gods of silver. This is what he said. You shall not make with me gods of silver. Neither shall you make unto you gods of gold. Mm. An altar of earth um, thou shall make unto me and shall sacrifice thereon with burnt offering. This is what God required of them under the Mosaic law. And they had to obey that. Hmm? I wanted to show you that. It's what God said they had to do in the Old Testament. And I want to go back to the New Testament because what God says in the New Testament, we must do. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. And, and, you know, and this is the thing. This is the thing with people, though. They think, you know, God is different about what he says from the Old to the New Testament. It's the same God. He's a holy God. And, oh, Lord, he visited. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. He is a jealous God. Hmm? I just want to let you know. He's the same God. Uh, I do want to get... Uh, another scripture here and then we're going to get out. So we got to look at what God says. Let, let me go to my next scripture. Go with me to, let's see what we got here. Let's go to Genesis 12. I want to stay in Genesis for a second. Genesis chapter 12. Let's just see what God says here in terms of promise sometimes we we struggle too at promise god has laid a promise over your life i don't care how many enemies don't like it it's what god says hmm? i want to let you know be encouraged saints if god has laid uh, uh a word of prophecy over your life and uh it can't nobody stop it. i want to let you know it won't be stopped and it won't be blocked now take a look here in Genesis chapter 12, verse number one. And now the Lord has said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land I will show thee. This is what God said. God told him to go. Hmm? And I will make thee a great nation. This is what God said. And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. Hmm? And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. 
and in them in and, and in thee rather and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed and abraham moved out in faith hmm? i want to encourage you today what did god say i want you to move in faith praise god hmm? and re be responsive to the move and the word of God. And if God had laid a promise over the people of God, over the believer, uh, we just we should just be crazy enough to believe what God has said. Praise God. Hmm? I, I want to give you another uh, passage, and we're going to go and get out of here. It's very important that we take what God says as face value hmm? over what other people are saying. Hmm? Let's see. Uh, I just want to get just uh, one other scripture and then we're out. Bear with me in just a moment. Okay, we're almost there. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's go to St. John chapter 12. Got that one? St. John chapter 12. And let's go... Uh, Oh, Lord. Let's go to 12 and about uh, 25. You can read the rest in your study time. You can start at about 20, but I'm going to start at 12 and 25 through. Uh, let's just go through 26, 25 through 26. Two verses, and we're going to get out of here. It's very, very important. Now, before I read the scripture, many people believe that the Jews, uh, that Jesus came just for the Jews. Hmm? Okay. They thought Jesus only came for the Jews only. I just want to let you know. We know that he came to his own, own received him not. We know that he had did blind the eyes. The Bible said first, you know, Simon had declared that God did visit the Gentiles to take out of him a people for his name's sake. And so we know God had uh, blinded the, you know, uh, the Jews, blinded Israel, you know, that the fullness of the Gentiles may be come in. So he gave us an opportunity to graft us in. God grafted us in as a Gentile people. All right. We all know this, right? So look at this. Many believe that Jesus came for the Jews only. But Jesus says this. It's what God says. Some people think, oh, Lord, hallelujah. Let me get out of here. A lot of people think, you know, uh, God is not biased. Hmm? It takes faith to satisfy and solidify 
uh, your stance or your position with God. If you don't have any faith, hmm, the Bible said in James, let not that man think he receive anything of the Lord because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Now look at this. He says here in John 12 and 25, he that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world should keep it unto eternal life. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. And if any man serve me, him, my father, him will my father honor. This is what God says. So it's very important. It's very, very important and vital that we go with what God has said. Hmm? God says this. He encourages the disciples. He explains to them that he's going off the scene and that he's going to die. He explains to them why he must die. Hmm? And this is why we must teach other believers we must teach the younger believers. Hmm? And our pastor and our bishop and our teachers teach us, don't just go with what the pastor said. Go with what the Bible said. Oh, I know. I know. We're not, we're not discrediting any leaders, any pastors, or, 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 or but I can miss, even me, don't go with what Brun Newsom say, because I can misquote the scripture but go with what the Bible said, praise God. Hmm? And if the Bible says repent, that's what we must do. Hmm? There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. And, you know, and, and they thought, you know, under the law, they thought, okay, the salvation is salvation is just to the Jews and nobody else can have it. Hmm? But Jesus let them know. Hmm? He talked to these Greeks and he let them know no matter who the seekers are. And I'm letting you know today, no matter who the seeker is, if you're sincere with your heart, and I thank and praise God for uh, my uh, my younger brother, uh, Stephan, when you sincere in your heart, God, God meets you right in your heart, praise God. And I'm talking about here. When you sincere here, God will meet you. Hmm? And I want to let you know, if you sincere about serving and seeking the Lord, hmm? what did God say? It makes a difference. Hmm? It makes a difference. And you need to take a, a, a real close, a close and a tighter look at what God says. And if God promised, laid a promise out for you, you can get the promise and nobody can block you from getting the promise. No age barrier, no language barrier, no disability, no, oh, no geographics. Praise God. No demographics is going to stop you from receiving from God. I want to let you know, saints, we love you. We got to go. Even, oh Lord, hallelujah. Even, oh, glory be to God. Even death will not stop what God promised you. I won't let you know. I know. I know sometimes it looks like a dire situation, but even death 
will not stop God's promise. Praise God. I just want to let you know. Because God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, he's going to bring it to pass. If he said it, he's going to make it good. And so I want to let you know, keep walking, keep hoping, keep trusting, and keep believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, I'm your faithful host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. I want to say God bless you. Until next time, please join us back here on the Faith in God Internet TV. We love you. want to say God bless you. Uh, may God keep you. And uh, we thank all of you for joining us. Stay with us here. Uh, we have uh, some other things we want to do here as we get ready to close out. Uh, want to say praise the Lord to uh, Missionary Swanigan. Want to say praise the Lord to her uh, and uh, all of the saints. Want to say praise the Lord to you. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, I just want to let you know uh, that we're blessed uh, to be uh, in the church, in uh, the kingdom, and uh, we're privileged and we should be uh, taking God at his word so we can take the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that desire and that need it. Because uh, we have a lot of things happening in our city. People are still losing their lives daily. And we want to make sure that we're throwing the lifeline out to all that will receive it. And so with no further ado, we want to say, God bless you. God keep you until next time. We love you in Jesus name.